Hey everyone, welcome to the Curious Girl Diaries podcast. I'm Layla London, aka The Curious Girl. Now, just to let you know, this podcast is not suitable for work. It's also not suitable for anybody under 18. But the rest of you consenting adults, let's get ready to talk about my sex life, sex in general, and everything in between in explicit, raunchy, fun detail. All right, here we go. lot of lovers and I would say the yeah I mean the ones that I just felt were bad were yeah I mean they didn't they just didn't know what to do for a woman you know and it was very one it felt very one-sided listen I'll masturbate on your dick if that's what I need to do to get off because I'm not going to have a bad time oh just give me three seconds, baby, and 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 I'm you know I'm I'm coming hard. I can't I can't even stand it. Stop teasing me. It's driving me nuts. And women hate that. It, like when you have your empty pizza boxes and your chicken bones and your toilet seat up. Like dudes don't realize. Like what the fuck? I mean, you're taking these. You're showing a woman. Like, hey, do you want to have sex with me? And you live like a slob. Hey guys, welcome to the Curious Girl Diaries podcast. I'm Layla. Well, I am so, so, so excited to let you listen to this interview I have today. Oh my gosh, it was so much fun. Today I have Charles Black on and he teaches the Dawn of Desire method. So basically he's teaching men how to be better lovers. He sent me a copy of his book before we did the interview. And I just have to tell you, everything he's saying is spot on. I mean, this is Layla approved. Not only is it Layla approved, but just reading his book and the descriptions and the roadmaps and the blueprints that he's kind of giving you for these methods. And there's some very hot, sexy pictures in there involving gorgeous women. I was turned on just reading it. So of course I couldn't wait to interview him. And as it turns out, he's attractive to boot. So if you hear me getting a little flustered, getting a little giggly, you'll probably hear me blushing over this interview. Yes, I am. Um, I'm telling you, uh, he knows what he's talking about. And if anybody's looking to up their game, be a better lover, to their partner or just casually, you really owe it to yourself to check him out. Not to mention he's been so generous to give my listeners a very generous discount. If you go to dawnofdesire.com forward slash curious girl, you can get a 30% discount on his Dawn of Desire method. I highly recommend it, guys. It it got me turned on. Okay. So if you want to know like what to do if we ever cross paths, <laughs> now you'll know. Thank you can thank me later, or maybe I'll thank you later. Anyway, here's the interview. All right. Hey guys, welcome everybody. I want to introduce you to Charles from the Dawn of Desire Method. And I reached out to him because I was very fascinated with all of his teachings and everything that he's got based on women. As you know, I'm a female and I'm I'm very sexually active. So when I when I came across his stuff, his method, I was very intrigued. And welcome to the show, Charles. Thank you. Thank you for having me on. Yes. Okay. Well, we're going to dive right in because I went through your stuff. I went through what you sent me. And first of all, I'm not going to lie. So I went through it and I was very turned on just reading all of it. because, (laughs) Yeah. I mean, holy shit. How can some, how could you not read this? I I can see as a woman, I can see the finish line. I'm like, oh yes. Yeah, yeah, this guy's yeah. got it. And it just and keeps keeps getting pushed back. I just like this is what I want. I have so many male listeners. That's why I'm so happy to have yeah. you on because oh my gosh, this is good stuff. And if they only knew how women reacted to this, I should have recorded myself like reading it and going through it. And I'm like, yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah. He knows. Like, this is good stuff. And, <laughs> and I'm <laughs> So I'm just thinking to myself, I was literally thinking to myself, first of all, if you like, if a woman asks you what you do and you were to say this automatically, you get their attention. Am I wrong? Yeah. Yeah. There's definitely, they're definitely curious. Oh, oh, yeah. I mean, hello. Like, <laughs> bing. 
You're just like, wait a minute, <laughs> what is, hold on now. We got to figure this out. Okay. Yes. That's why when I was reading this, I'm like, uh-huh, 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 uh-huh. I'm like, check, check, check. He knows what he's talking about. Okay. <laughs> it's fascinating. Yeah. Okay. So tell me. Okay. I'm happy to hear that. Yes. So tell me how you got started teaching men about how to be amazing lovers. Yeah. Well, it's a bit of a long story, but we can get into it. I don't know if I put it in the book, but I used to be a professional poker player. And so that was my career and I was happy doing that. Mm -hmm. And while I was doing that, I was living in uh, Copenhagen and I fell in love and um, I fell in love fast. Uh I was young. I was young at the time. And I fell in love so fast that I was, I was engaged to get married within months. Okay. And in my mind, this was it. Yeah. I've done it. This is, she's the one. Yeah. Yeah. Like I know this is, this is what I want. I know it's what I want, but sadly I was a young, naive man. I knew, I knew nothing about women. I knew nothing about relationships. I knew nothing about sex. And sadly the relationship started going downhill. And me at the time, I was just so confused. I just couldn't wrap my mind around what was going on. I so desperately wanted this to work. And the messed up thing was, and maybe you can relate to this, it was like, as things started to go downhill, I started chasing and trying hard to make this work. And as I started chasing, trying hard to make this work, I was pushing her further and further away, but being completely ignorant to what I was doing. Yeah. And so the the relationship was getting worse. We were having less and less sex. She was less interested in sex, making excuse after excuse after excuse. And I didn't know why. I I was ignorant to my ignorance. I just, (laughs) I was just clueless. I I like to say you didn't know what you didn't know. I mean. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And um, so this all culminated in, I was like, I need to, do something big to make this work. And so I saved up money and I took her to this amazing hotel. I spent a lot of my money on this thinking this is what it takes. And it just, it just shows you how I, how naive I was that I thought that was the problem that yeah. needed fixing. I needed to throw cash at um, some big yeah. weekend. The, the funny thing was it kind of worked actually. When we got to that hotel, she had gone like, I, it got to the point where I felt like a nuisance while I was around her. And, but when we got there, she was all over me again. She was touching me up and I'm like, oh my God, I'm a genius. I figured it out. <laughs> yeah. And so we spend the first day there. She's all over me. We're kissing and whatnot, touching each other constantly. And she tells me she wants me to drag her to the bedroom. And so I oblige. Yeah. And we go back to the bedroom and we start, it starts happening. We start making out, we fall onto the bed. But as soon as the clothes come off, I just see that joy, that excitement drain from her face. It just, and as the sex is going on, it's just getting more and more painful. And then what happened is just as comical as it is tragic. We start (laughs) hearing these animalistic, Moans. Horn style screams coming from the room next door. And the contrast between us and them was just so painfully apparent. And Mm. she knew it. I knew it. She even commented on it. And right then I just felt the knife go through my heart. (laughs) And (laughs) I knew that it was like, it took a couple more weeks for it to end, but that was the final nail in the coffin there and then. Yeah. Okay. Oh, oh, sorry. And then I didn't, and then that spurred me on because I was so, so heartbroken. I was so traumatized by that. I'm like, what happened? Why did this happen? And so I just spent years searching, reading, speaking to experts, just anything I could to understand women, sex, relationships, all of these things, but only for me. Right. I was happy as a poker player. I was doing that. I had a good life and it just, it ended up, I just learned so much through this process that I started giving advice to the people around me and it snowballed to the point where I had this big channel on YouTube and I'm helping guys all around the world. Yeah. Okay. So that's how you got started teaching men how to be, I mean, 
it, from that it grew and you started teaching men how to be amazing yeah. lovers. Yeah. Yeah. So why do you think most men aren't great lovers? Hello, beautiful people. I'm here to talk about something that can truly revolutionize your life. Have you ever wished you could have access to pleasure-based sex education right in the comfort of your bedroom? Well, your wish is about to come true with Beducated. Beducated offers over 100 online courses from the world's top experts, bringing you the best techniques and skills to enhance your love life. Whether you're single, in a relationship, no matter your sexual orientation or gender, Beducated is a safe space for all. Try some of my personal favorite courses on Beducated, like how to make your partner squirt, prostate massage, and all the ways to pleasure a penis. You can master new techniques, reignite the spark in your relationship, and build confidence to explore new depths of pleasure. So why buy more stuff when you can invest in your sex life instead? Try all Beducated courses for one day free. You won't get charged for the first 24 hours and you can cancel at any time. No risk with a 14-day money-back guarantee. Get 60% off the yearly pass with my coupon code CURIOUS. Invest in your love life and join Beducated now for just $6.66 per month. By the way, you can also gift your loved ones a personalized Beducated gift card. So what are you waiting for? Click on the link in the show notes and use the coupon code CURIOUS and join the Beducated family today. Remember, it's not just about having great sex. It's about being Beducated. Well, and where are you going wrong? Yeah, that's two great questions. I mean, it comes down to a lot of things. One is that we're not taught anything about it. And so basically the only education we get into sex is pornography. So we see the pornography and we see these women screaming in what looks like orgasmic ecstasy. Mm -hmm. And we assume it's real because we have no... We have no comparison. We've never been told otherwise. We've never been shown otherwise. These are our only well, guiding stars. Like we just, we have nothing else. So we take that for what it is. And we assume that good sex is getting into the bedroom, throwing a girl around and pounding her as hard as you can, 30 minutes straight with no foreplay. And no lube. And and no lube and <laughs> just no warm up. What Just none of it. Just And we just, we don't know that these, these porn movies are designed for men. Like yeah. a lot of men don't realize how different process is for getting turned on, enjoying sex and reaching orgasms for men, the difference between men and women there. So, you know, a lot of men, they, we're all about the, the visuals and a lot of men just like to get to the point. Sex feels amazing for us. It makes us orgasm every single time. Right. So, you know, what's the woman complaining about? She, you know, right. Uh, we just don't know. We're just ignorant. Yeah. 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 So, and, and the most common mistakes that stem from that are the lack of time, the m- spent turning a woman on and getting her into the mood and giving her uh, the foreplay before the sex begins. Yeah. That, that would be, that would be the main problem. I would say that would be the most common problem. Okay. So I've got, I've got, yeah, we're going to, we are going to get into I'm curious it. if you agree with it. it the, it's the foreplay issue? Yeah. I would say that the most common problem is rushing through. Yeah. Right. I mean, I, I feel like I've had a lot of lovers and yeah. I would say that, yeah, I mean, the ones that I just felt were bad were, yeah, I mean, they didn't, ha- they just didn't know what to do for a woman, you know, and it was very one, it felt very one-sided. I'm always, I've always been the advocate of, or my mindset has always been because I've assumed that most men don't know that I'll be responsible for my own orgasm. And basically, which is kind of a sad statement, right? Like I'll say, I'll just, I'll jump in there and say, I kind of take a more masculine approach. I'm like, listen, I'll masturbate on your dick if that's what I need to do to get off. Cause I'm not going to have a bad time. I'm going to have an orgasm. You may not have helped that. You may have just been a prop that I could have used at home without you, but I'll get it done. But that doesn't mean like, I'll never want you to like, I won't, I won't have any interest in, in seeing you again. Like I can, right, right, I know right. I, seriously. I mean, like, I'm like, I can jump into that mail mode. I'm like, Oh, he's bad. And bad. Okay. I just had, I'm just going to master. He's got a hard dick. I'll masturbate on it. Right. I, like, unfortunately, <laughs> I think most women are not as confident as you. Yeah. To, to put their needs first like that. And get oh, what they want. I will get mine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. if we're naked in bed like if i have like shaved my legs 
if I have done the full process, <laughs> because I don't think what guys realize is what when women, when we're with you, like we don't just show up haphazard. Like we, it's, we're having a, we're getting a blowout. We're getting our, you know, we're, we're, yeah. we're waxing, we're plucking, we're getting everything, shaving, we're getting everything ready so that it's nice and perfect for the actual act. And right. so if you're bad, then I have to go ahead and make, I have to sort of salvage this the best way that I can. And that's by masturbating on your dick, <laughs> which I will do. <laughs> I don't want to, right? I mean, like, but if it's, if it's hard and you can keep it hard, I'll make the best use of it that I can. <laughs> <laughs> Just being honest. <laughs> but I, I, I think that's good. See, I think, I think stuff like that, like, I think people should hear the honest truth, you know, about what, yeah. what's going on. And I don't they think that, yeah, I don't think there's enough of that. And that's why I like, when I read through your book that you sent me, I was like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yep. I mean, like, like yes, yes, yes. He's right. He's hitting the yeah. nail on the head. And I think that there needs to be more of that education because I actually think men want to be good lovers. I don't think they want to show up and be. Oh, of course. Yeah. I don't think they want to show up. The problem, the problem is a lot of men think they're good lovers and sort of their <laughs> ego stands in their way of actually finding the information that would turn them into amazing lovers. Yes. Yes. And that's, I think like that's, that might be part of what's going, going wrong. There was something really interesting that um, comes up a lot on my podcast and I wanted to touch on it with you. Is sure. What do you say to men who think that size matters? I would say that size matters if you think it matters because if you go into the bedroom and you are obsessed if obsessed with your own penis size you think it's too small it makes you nervous it makes you insecure you're looking to her to look if she's giving you approval for the size of your penis um you're maybe you're trying to sort of like not make your penis too visible so that she doesn't look at it for too long if you have all of these insecurities <laughs> That's going to come through and that is going to be a turn off for her. How do you, that's, you cracked me up when you said not make it too visible. How do you make it like a woman's going to want to look at your penis? Like, how do you make it done? <laughs> well, you can turn the lights off. You can just you know, und undress quickly and get it in there. <laughs> so, that's funny. Yeah. I, the thing is like, I was just going to say, <laughs> if you follow, for example, the Dawn of Desire method, which was the book you have read. Yeah. If you follow that, let's call it a blueprint, mm -hmm. you're bringing a woman to an extremely intense orgasm before she's ever even seen your penis. Right. So there's not really that much to be worried about from that point onwards. And I'll say one more thing, one more thing on the size of the penis. It's that if you think that women really care about the size of your penis and you find examples of women commenting on the size of penis online and saying they only want a certain size of penis, you're right. That is the situation sometimes, but that is a very, very, very small percentage of women. So don't worry about them. The vast yeah. majority of women prioritize so many things so much higher than the size of your penis. It's just, it, it becomes an, it's, an, it's a non-thought to the vast majority of women, if you know what you're doing in the bedroom. That's true. That's true. Yeah. I've said so much on my podcast. I'm like, you know, for me, what matters, it's not the size. I mean, really like it's about if your dick gets hard, I mean, like, can you get it hard? But also there's other things. I mean, that you're doing, there's so much more than just the actual penetration. So yeah, yeah, yeah. it's, that's why, you know, the size at the end of the day, it's, I'm not a size queen and, and I agree with you. There's some women that are like, that's their thing. Yeah. That's a, that's a just, that's a finite little amount of women. And that's, yeah. it's a, it's a fetish, a kink, whatever you want to call it, but that's their thing. That's what they want. And for the most part, it's, you know, if you're making a woman orgasm over and over, she's not really going to be concerned about yeah. the size of your penis. Exactly. Just being honest. I mean, you know, I want to, yeah. I, I really want to, I want to agree with what you said. It's like, no. No, because I've I've had many different sizes, and it's never the size that I'm really paying attention to. It's, 
Yeah. No, it's the quality of like the lover yeah. that they were and like what they did and how they, you know, yeah. how they made me feel and exactly what they did to my body. If I encounter a man, if I say, holy shit, like this, this guy knows my body better than I do. That's when you're like, whoa, like you're. I was listening to your podcast where you were talking about the sensual massage and you were saying like, this guy got you to the point where you were like, look, when this goes in, I'm going to be coming in about three seconds. Three seconds. Like, yeah. And he, and like, he had got you to the point where his penis was basically irrelevant. He had wound you up so much, created oh. so much sexual tension. The last, like, you're not going to say, you're not going to tell that story to your friends and be like, yeah, but, you know, his penis wasn't that big. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> you're right, right, right. Totally. Yeah. That, yes. Oh, I mean... When I, that's why when I was reading your book and I was looking, I was, uh, by the way, I love that you have just women doing that, showing the pictures. Oh, I yeah. was like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, I agree with you a hundred percent. Like when I read everything, I was just like, uh-huh. Yep. 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 Because you're so turned on and aroused. You're just dying. Like, yes. like, especially, especially if you do that with a woman who knows her body well. That, and she's just like, oh, just give me three seconds, baby, and 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 yeah. I'm, you know, I'm I'm coming hard. I can't, I can't, I can't even stand it. Stop teasing me. It's driving me nuts. And that's that's where, yeah, yeah. So when I was reading this, I could totally relate to what you're talking about. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I know, I know what he means. So. I have, I have, I've had a few emails from guys and, um, they'll, they'll buy the product and they'll go through it and they'll be like, it didn't work. And I'll be like, Oh, what, what was the problem? And they were like, yeah, I was, I was just following. I was doing what you were saying. And then she said to me, if I keep doing this, she's going to kill me. And I was like, yes, that's what you want. I mean, yeah. When you're just, when you get to the point where you're teased to the point where you're you're going crazy. Yes. When you want to like like yeah. literally fuck me right now or make me come right now cuz yeah. I'm dying. I'm you know like that's where you want to get a woman. Yeah, and you're you yeah, know absolutely. you're Yes, you're right on. So, okay, your book you have the 10 most common errors that men make during sex. Yep. Can you just give us I don't want to give away everything, but just give us like your top 3 kind of like what do you think of the top three most common of those 10 mistakes that guys are making? Yeah, yeah the errors yeah. they make I, during sex. I would say, yeah, the most common would be either skipping foreplay altogether. That is a very big problem that men make. And they just have no idea how that just ruins, often ruins the entire experience for women. You know, that. There is, of course, a time and a place where you're just have the passion's been building. Oh yeah, maybe you're in a pub, a public event, and you have you to, get right now. Alone. Yeah, yeah, but those are like those are the exceptions to the rule, sort of thing. Generally, you really, really want to build up a woman a lot and create that sexual tension before you even think about beginning the sex. Like the quality of sex for a woman, generally one of the biggest contributors to the quality of sex is the level of sexual tension you build before the sex begins. And you can build that sexual tension in multiple ways. You could do it through dirty talk, for example, mm -hmm. or you can do it through a uh, sensual massage, as you said before, or through teasing techniques like I teach uh, in the Dawn of Desire method. Whatever you do, you have to build that tension somehow. And when you do that, the rest will take care of itself. <laughs> yes, totally. I know. I think maybe guys forget that it's a marathon, not a sprint. And you mm -hmm. have to, there's just so much that goes into building it up before you actually get to the main event. Because we're just wired differently. Women are wired differently. We're not like on the spot visual for the most part. I mean, sometimes we are. But that's more, I think, I find that's more with a, with a partner that you know and you, you're, you know, frequent with and where you can have that, like you said, just that, like, I have to rip your clothes off for right now and it's on and you don't need that. Mm -hmm. It just be instantaneous. But in the beginning, you know, you got to kind of, you got to lay that groundwork, you know, it's like a foundation of a house and, sure. and you can't skip that because 
the sex isn't as good if you don't have that. That's yeah. that's what I found. Okay, so you say there's seven preparations that will improve a woman's chances of orgasm before you even enter the bedroom. So do you have like three favorites that you could just share? Oh, <laughs> this is, no, I want to, this is why I put this in here. Okay. Because your room looked like shit and you had crap all over the place. <laughs> Women hate that. It, like when you have your empty pizza boxes and your chicken yeah. bones and your toilet seat up, like dudes don't realize like, what the fuck? I mean, you're taking these, you're showing a woman like, hey, do you want to have sex with me? And you live like a slob or, you know what I mean? Like, it's just like, it's untidy yeah. and unkept. Even I would say like, even in pictures, you know, yeah. online when men are On trying Tinder to and whatnot, they put like the background. It's like, I notice everything. Like, if yeah, yeah. Ev- I mean, like every single detail, I could tell you what, what year your house is built based on the photos you're putting up. And then you've got all your unkept laundry, your messy bed, your food that you're eating around your bed in the background and, <laughs> or your, or the toilet seats up and your bathroom is a mess. And there's like, there's like splatters on the glass where you're brushing your teeth. It's like gross. Like this does not make a woman want to have sex with you. Oh, for sure. And this is, uh, you know, this is something similar to like what I was saying before was like, as men have not had any lessons about sex and about the, the differences in men and women when it comes to sex and what we enjoy in sex, men, because men don't know, they just assume that women are the same as men. You know, most men would be happy to do it in the back. On a garbage heap. <laughs> yeah, in a cardboard box with strobe lighting and trance <laughs> music blaring in their ear, you know. They, they just don't care. And they, and, they, and they just like, they're so blind to, they have those um, yeah. those horse things on. They just can't see outside of, of what works for them. Yeah. They don't understand how sensitive a lot of women are to this thing and how disgusting a lot of women find it. And fair enough to them. <laughs> so yeah, that's huge. I mean, that's huge. Hygiene is huge. Guys don't take that into account enough. Like having deodorant on and uh, having fresh breath and having your freaking fingernails clipped is huge. <laughs> Vaginas are sensitive places, you know. You don't want to be ship- sticking sharp objects inside and rummaging around. That's right. <laughs> well, the other thing is, the other thing I can't stand, this is my pet peeve, and I don't know if you've run across this with women, funky feet. Okay. Funky. Yeah, yeah. Like gargoyle looking like toes. Like... <laughs> I'm like, that's a big turnoff. If you have toe fungus and your your nails are your toenails are turning yellow and they're long and crooked like a gargoyle, and <laughs> you're you know you can clutch things with your toes, this is not going to work. Like, I don't want some mamby pamby man, but I want a man that actually like is it hygiene? Like, clip your toenails, clip your clip your fingernails. I don't want pizza boxes, crushed beer cans, chicken bones, like last night's dinner in the background. Yep. You know, it's yeah. that's a turnoff. Yeah, yeah. Do you think men know this? <laughs> I think they I think that I think a lot of men are oblivious. I think until you point it out, they're gonna think, Oh, I didn't I had no idea. <laughs> I, I know, but I get this all the time. Like guys are like, I don't understand, like why, you know, why why don't you like me? I'm like, cause you're a slob. <laughs> like this is not attractive. This isn't hot. This isn't sexy. You're, you're slovenly. And nobody yeah. like women just, we have these weird little, and I think a lot of it goes, I, I, I when I read your, you know, what you sent me, it's very caveman. And for us, you know, where we just have this old primal lizard brain stuff where we're like, we don't necessarily, we're not looking at you when we're hooking up for sex as like, oh, you have to be the the provider, but we still have these weird cave oh, woman. Of None of us are getting away from that. Cave woman things ingrained in us that just automatically make you, that help you select 
a partner like this this person can this man can stick his penis in me or no this man cannot stick his penis in me and it's very strange little idiosyncrasies that equate to that but men i don't think get it like i said that slovenliness the pizza boxes the you know the lack of foreplay you know it was just like oh you know they don't even want to take a little time they just want to rip your pants down it's like all right yeah if you do that to me what happens is I switch gears and I'm like, this is not an alpha guy. Now I have to be right. the alpha. Now I have to take control because I'm going to get my orgasm no matter what, but I'm going to have to do it in a way that means I'm just masturbating on your dick. And then I don't want to talk to you again. Goodbye. You know, and that's kind of the way it works. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's a, I think it's an interesting point. What you say there about, about the, the alpha man. And I think it's a sort of, that's a word that, that trips a lot of guys up because I think there's like a spectrum, right? Like you say you have a super dominant, aggressive man on one side of the spectrum and then you have a weak, soppy, can't make a decision, scared to test the waters sure. guy on the other side of the spectrum. Uh-huh. And the problem is most most guys fall on the extreme ends of the spectrum and either they are that soft guy and they're scared to they're scared to make a move, they're scared to ruffle any feathers and take the lead. And so the woman loses all interest in a man who's unable to take a risk and take the lead like that. All these guys hear about being alpha male and the women like this strong, powerful man who takes what he wants. But then they go too far in that direction, you know? They, there's they, a, there's a line there that they don't know about. There's yeah. a line. Yeah. 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 Because of, I think... The, the way I like to... Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. No, I'm just saying because I think the way the porn industry displays this, like that alpha male... I like a dominant man. I've been in a dominant submissive dynamic. I loved it. I love it. It's really like, you know, I like to be, yeah. you know, I'm definitely an alpha alpha type female in my life and out in the business world. But, you know, in a relationship, I want the man to be the man. And I think a lot of that just gets misconstrued by, you know, porn and whatever you want to call it, the media and movies and things like that. And so there's a lot of misconceptions about kind of what that means for men and women and how they interact. But I kind of call it, it's like, it's like the 1950s with hot sex, you know, like that. (laughs) It's like, that's how you, you know, like you can define these masculine feminine roles or kind of like a, like a Scarlett O'Hara, Rhett Butler, you know, kind of, I feel like previous generations touched on it subtly without, like they did it in a way that was very subtle. And now our generation has, with the easy access to porn, you know, they've taken it and they've sort of taken that role, those roles, and then morphed them into something else. But it's just, for me, it's that, you know, when you're around, like, for women, it's hot when they're around, uh, like a man, a man who's who's going to take the lead and be masculine, and especially in the bedroom. And because I think again, our little cave woman brains, like we are drawn to that. You can't get away from that. This is just old school biology about who do you want to breed with? Because who's going to be the strongest provider, protector? You know all this stuff. So. I think there's ways for men to, I guess, epitomize those that encompass that without, they don't, and that does, again, that doesn't mean you have to be some gladiator barroom fighter type right. of guy, but you can still indicate and come across with those subtle cues to a woman and get her primal lizard brain going, you know, she's like, where she's like, oh, like, I don't even know. Like, sometimes I'm like, I don't, why do I like this guy? I don't even know. You know, it's very subtle stuff that they're doing. And I'm like, yeah. oh, you know, and then after when I think about it, I'm like, mm-hmm, yep, that's what it was. You know, it's very slight little nuances that just get you, like, drawn in. And that's what makes your pussy wet. I mean, <laughs> that's... I got two little uh, mental models that can sort of help guys navigate that, I think. So basically, when it comes to sex... Unless you know you're with a woman who's not into this, you want to be leading. You want to be taking the leading role. But at the same time, you don't want to overstep your boundaries and 
push something too far when you can upset a woman. So it leaves you with a bit of a conundrum on how to navigate that. So I like to think of it in two ways is that you should lead, but you should keep in mind to start slow and soft because while taking the lead, because if you start slow and soft, and that is not what the woman wants, you can quite easily see that and you can communicate about it as well. And you can always go harder, faster, more powerful in all aspects of sex, like the foreplay, the build up to the foreplay, all of this. But if you start too fast and too hard, you can make a mistake that you cannot recover from. You can upset a woman and turn a woman off to the point where you cannot recover. So take the lead, start slow and soft, and through communication and observing her, then change your pace and increase the power or the force and the the speed. And you also want to think of it, if, if you ever watch, it's worth just searching on YouTube some tango dancing or some salsa dancing. In these dances... The man is taking the lead. That's right. He's, he's he's dictating where the dance is going. But if you watch the dance, he's not forcing the woman to do anything. He's not pushing her around. He's, what's the right word? He's choreographing the dance as it's happening through his movements and his body language with the woman. And it's the same process in the bedroom. You know, you can get to points where you have a very, let's call it intense dom-sub relationship, but you you're always going to build up to that. That's, yeah. that's not generally first date territory. No. <laughs> <laughs> that takes a while. Yeah, that takes a while. Yeah. yeah. Yes, absolutely. That is a dance. That is a, that's a tango. That's like you are really, yeah. yeah, it takes a while to get there. So kind of we're sort of, we actually kind of got like we sort of breadcrumbed or nibbled right to where I wanted to go here because I wanted to talk about foreplay. And... Yeah. Why is foreplay so important? And I guess, what's your favorite technique that you state makes every woman want to beg to be fucked? Yeah, sure. Um, (laughs) So the importance of foreplay, I would say it comes down to um, the differences in men and women again. And what a lot of men don't realize is that because of how visual we are, the way we get turned on is more like a light switch. Like we see an attractive naked woman, we're standing to attention and yeah. we're ready to go. Yeah. Whereas a woman, it doesn't really work like that. There can be situation where a woman is suddenly turned on, but generally that's not the way it goes. A woman is more like, rather than a light switch, it's more like building a fire. And you know, at first you've got to get a bit of kind- uh, tinder and uh, then you've got, you, you blow on it gently. And if you do things wrong, you can put it out. But the thing is, if you get a fire going correctly, you can build that fire to the point where it's so powerful, Mm -hmm. it's hard to put out. You've just got this raging forest fire. It's going to take out everything (laughs) in its path. Yeah, (laughs) And that is the importance of foreplay. That is blowing on that tinder, getting that small fire and turning it into that raging forest fire. Mm -hmm. And that is what most women need to get there. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Okay. And then my, my favorite method or most the most consistent method, as I said to you before, like getting women to this raging forest fire, that is generally about the sexual tension between the two of you. And I mentioned before that you can do that in multiple ways. I think the best way to begin exploring that is through the methods I teach in the Dawn of Desire method, which fundamentally is a series of teasing her to the point where she's clawing her fingers into the bed. And that can take many forms. It can be, for example, most women, uh, most men, sorry, will, they'll take a woman's clothes off when they get into the bedroom and they're going straight to her breasts or they're going straight to her vagina or straight to her butt. Because in their mind, those are the parts, like if a woman goes straight to our penis, we're quite happy. That's the part that gets us going. Right. So we yeah. assume it's the same the other way around. But instead, you take a woman's bra off. What does she expect you to do? She expects you to caress them, squeeze them, kiss them, lick them. So instead of doing that, take her bra off and then completely ignore her breasts. Go and kiss her neck, kiss around her shoulders, kiss up her stomach towards her breast, and then, but don't touch the breasts at all. And it's almost like a vacuum. Like sh- the woman's going to feel her breasts. They're going to, it's like, she's going to feel this sensation. Like, where is it? Where is the caressing that I'm expecting? Yeah. Yeah. You know, it just builds that tension and you can do it. You also do it for for her vagina. Once you take off her panties, every guy is going to go down there 
and start licking her pussy or mm-hmm. fingering her or but unfortunately not always but you know but anyway not everybody so uses fingers which i have to complain about i have to stop you right there like excuse me yeah. if you're gonna suck my clit you need to stick your fingers in me what the fuck <laughs> what like, I, I mean, yeah. that's what gets me over the edge. Why are you like, I mean, I love, I mean, don't get me wrong. You know, I, I don't think any woman's going to complain about having, you know, her clit licked and sucked, but put your fingers in me, hit my G spot. Like there's so much more in there. Like what, like, why are you stopping? Like, I just feel like it's a lack of education. <laughs> I don't know. That's just me. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's just so much more. Yeah you can be doing and i like the diagram that you have in your in the book that you sent me because i can that's the pressure points just even right around like if you have your you can have fingers in inside me and then also the but with the pressure like outside right on the labia right there like as you're looking the clip like this is there's all this there's all these erogenous zones. There's all these sensations that I get overlooked. And that's how a woman's going to have just this crazy, like where her head's going to pop off orgasm. And guys are just, it's right there and they're missing it. I'm like, oh, sweet Jesus. You're so close, but so far away. <laughs> if you're not going to. If you're not going to do it, it's like, God dang it. Okay, let me just stick my hand down there and help you out. Like, <laughs> I don't want to assist. I don't want to have to assist. But if I will, you know, if I have to, I will. <laughs> but we really want, yeah, I mean, but we really want a guy to rock our world. I mean, like, that's what we want. So, okay. Most guys, they want to be that guy that rocks women's world. And, you know, you can be that guy. You can learn how to do that. Yeah. It's it's not as hard. It's not some unattainable goal. It's you know, not a secret. Guys, it's really not a secret. The truth is that most guys set the bar fairly low. <laughs> so <laughs> to be the best she's ever had, <laughs> you can learn that quite quickly. I know. I know. <laughs> You're right. You're right about that. I mean, like, like I feel like Robert's, I'm, I'm revealing all these secrets. Yeah. I think the bar is set low. Not because men don't want to attain it. It's just that they just don't know what they don't know. Like there's not, the information isn't as readily available. What's more common is the porn. And in most of those, you know, I mean, I love, don't get me wrong. Like I love some good porn too. But what I notice is I never see that for the most part, you don't see the woman having an orgasm. Do you ever notice that? Like most porn, they edit, if she's having one, they edit it out. I don't know, but like, that's not usually the highlight. It's just the bam, bam, bam. It's the jackhammer. I'm shot. Yeah. And then his cum shot. And that's like, yeah, there it is. It's and and that's not where women are getting off, you know? So visually I can understand why a man He's just jacking off and he wants to watch that, like why that would be stimulating. But it doesn't translate directly into when you're with a female, like what's going to make this a good experience for both of you. Absolutely. Yeah. It's really unfortunate. Yeah. Okay. So you kind of really go into, you don't, I don't think you spare any details when it comes to cunnilingus in your book. And I just want you to give some quick, quick tips, maybe just a couple like do's and don'ts when it comes to this and what do you think is the most common mistake made by men in this area? Okay. So I would say there's a few things that we could point to that are the most common mistakes. And the first would be similar to what we've been talking about here is like you go down there and you've, let's say you've teased her just as we were talking about, you've caressed her body, worked your way slowly towards her vagina, teasing everywhere except her vagina. And then after all that time, finally get to the vagina and she's like, yes, finally. Yes. And then you just go straight for the clip. You just deflated that balloon, you know. Yeah. Instead, you want to go down to the clip. You want to get your mouth right in front of the clip. You want her thinking, <laughs> finally, he's going to lick my clip. And then yes. what do you do? You ignore it. You kiss oh. all around the rest of the vagina. That's awful. <laughs> Because yeah. <laughs> I've been there. Yes, I know. I got you like, yeah. oh, yeah. oh, oh. <laughs> you look right there. Like, oh, please, oh, please. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. 
Exactly. Mm-hmm. And you just want to build that tension up more mm-hmm. and more and slowly yeah. working towards that clear. I would say a, a big mistake a lot of guys make actually is when they start licking the clit, they start licking too hard. They Even the first lick of the clit, you can still, even when you're on the clit, you can continue that teasing and building that tension. Like the first lick you do, you should be barely, barely touching the clit. It should be such a light touch. You don't want to just go in, push your tongue as hard as you can against their clit and drag it up. You want to tease it like it's a feather and you will get, you'll get to the more powerful part, the more forceful licks, the more powerful licks, but work your way there slowly. Mm-hmm. That's a big mistake a lot of guys make. Yeah. I find, so I would say like kind of my number one complaint in this area is that I think when it's time to really like when everything is building, 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 and you've done all, you know, you've kind of, you've teased your way there that yeah, yeah. when it's time to like, I guess when it's go time. Yeah. Yeah. Like that last hundred meter sprint. There's not enough suction. I'm like, Hoover that shit. Like really like okay. there's not enough sucking. Like, can you suck on yeah. it? You guys, do you love your dick sucked? Well, women love their <laughs> like like yeah, yeah. suck on it. <laughs> it's really good. And for a lot of them, like you know, lick it, lick it, lick it, and then suck that shit. Just like like I say, like Hoover it like a vacuum at the end. Like it really helps you just get over the hump. Fingers in there, the pressure around the sides, and then just like. Go for the castle. But you have to, I mean, that's not, you don't just dive right into that, right? You do all the things you build up. Right, to. exactly. But, yeah. and that, that's a, that's a good point is a, a couple of good points there. I would say the sucking is something a lot of women like, but it's not necessarily one of those universal likes that pro- every woman likes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that's one of those things, even with all the advice that I give you, you need to experiment and personalize it for the woman that you're with, because there is differences between, even though there are many commonalities, like commonalities amongst men and commonalities amongst women, like oh, for, for sure. example, the teasing stuff, that is one of those things that is, that's close to universal as, as something that, that turns women on. Uh, the sucking thing, I would give that something like 50% of women absolutely love that. Mm-hmm. And then the other 50% of women, a lot of them still like it. It's just not their it might be too intense. This is what I need to orgasm. Yeah. But the other point I wanted to make is similar to what you were talking about. And that is with the oral sex and bringing a woman to orgasm. You want to separate it into two parts, the build up towards the orgasm. And then, like you said, that last hundred meter sprint where it's go time. You're really, you can see she's going to go to the, if you just continue, she's going to orgasm. And something that's important to take note of is that that beginning part, that's for the teasing, that's for the experimentation, trying different things, licking her in different ways. But once, as she gets closer and closer to the orgasm, you want to become more and more consistent in what you do. Don't and then stop. When you're on that last 100 meter sprint, don't change a thing. Don't speed up, don't slow down, don't go harder. You find what she likes. And then you keep that consistent for that last hundred meter sprint until. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Why do guys like all of a sudden you're right there, like, and you're letting them know. We're letting you know with our breathing, with our moaning, with our squirming, with our body language that you are on. Don't stop, like what you're doing. Like you are right there, and then God, you'll change it up, and it's like (laughs) fuck. I totally yeah. lost I mean, it. Women can get angry when you do that. That goes from like, what are you doing? Why did you do that? You, know, <laughs> yes. you just ruined everything. Yes. Yes, totally. Just like, <laughs> just stay the course. Just stay the yeah. course. Just stay steady with it. Totally. Okay. Now let's get into like positions. Okay. Cause your book has uh, several positions that ensure that she comes multiple times. And I just kind of want to know like, what's your favorite one and personally, and why do you feel it's so effective? Yeah. I like the doggy style one over the, it's like a doggy style position with a woman, but her, the, top of her chest is down and she has pillows under her waist. The, the pillows. And yeah. I like this one because the woman doesn't have to hold herself up and it angles you perfectly mm-hmm. so that you're sliding in at all the right angles. You push along that front wall 
of the vagina yeah. hitting her G-spot, right. hitting her yeah. A-spot over and over again. Yeah. And the other thing I like about it is it's very easy to grab a woman's hair and pull it or hold it while you're fucking her, mm-hmm. give her some spanks on her ass at the same mm-hmm. time, which mm-hmm. those are two things that are very popular amongst yeah, the Oh, yeah. So. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> You don't so, yeah, talk- I like those. Oh yeah. So you don't, but I, I didn't, I didn't catch any like use of like toys or like, I like a butt plug. I love, <laughs> like, yeah, do you talk me, about but, yeah. that stuff? Do you talk about toys and the use of toys or anything like that? Or you just, yeah, kind of- I talk about toys. Uh, I speak about that more in my dirty tour course, but yeah, I actually had, I, I did a live call the other day for members of the, the Donald design method course. And someone asked a, a good question or it's a common question amongst men and he was saying that he wanted to introduce toys into the bedroom but he didn't want to come across to his partner that he was insecure about his abilities or that he didn't know what he was doing and I said to him like look man it's a good question and I'm glad you asked it but your worries is the opposite it's the absolute opposite when you introduce toys into the bedroom with your partner is not a sign of insecurity. Mm-hmm. It's a sign of confidence. It's not a sign that you don't know what you're doing. It's a sign that you do know what you're doing. And it's a sign to your partner that you care about her and her experience. She's yeah. not going to think less of you. She's going to think more. She's not going to want less sex. She's going to want more sex. with you. Right. So that's a common concern for men. And it's, it's one they really don't need at all. Another thing I would say about uh, toys is when you start just start with something. If both of you are inexperienced with toys, just start with something that's not intimidating at all. Just something that you can bring in and you can both have fun. Like a really easy, good first toy to introduce is one of those bullet vibrators. It doesn't look scary. It's very small. It's not intimidating for the man. There's nothing to compare yourself to. And it can add a lot of fun to the bedroom. You can progress to butt plugs, to nipple clamps, to bondage gear. But all that just fun stuff. <laughs> All that fun stuff. I love all that stuff. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> it's the best. <laughs> but just baby step it. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I baby step. I mean, just like, you know, you kind of naturally like find your way to this stuff. You're like, I don't think I like that. And then, I'll, you know, and then you try it like, whoa. Yeah. That really does it for me. You know, what's interesting is I found that I found kind of the opposite. Like guys will get in, almost intimidated by toys. Like they don't want... Like you feel like, oh, your vibrator is getting in the way or you're getting, you're getting more off on your vibrator than with me. And I've always been slightly irritated by that because I'm just like, listen, I'm having a good time with you and this is how I'm doing it. It's not, I don't always do it, but sometimes you just, you, yeah, you're in the mood for that something super, super intense or, you know, whatever it is. And I, as a woman, you know, I would say like, and I know other women, they don't want to be, I guess, I don't want to say browbeaten, but just, you know, like put on the spot for why they want to use toys while they're having sex with you. It doesn't take away. It's not that we don't want to have sex with you. We want to have sex with you. No, it just amplifies things. Yeah. If we wanted to masturbate without you, we would certainly do it. It's just. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's a good point. You know, I mean, you're not, it doesn't mean you're, you're not an accessory. You're there and, and we're just enhancing that experience with you. And, but some guys, I, it doesn't happen a lot, but I've noticed like some guys are like, they get irritated with the sex toys. And I'm just like, well, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what to say. I mean, that. that's what I was trying to say before, you know, there's nothing to worry about there. There's just nothing to worry about. It just, it only, it only improves things. Yeah. Exactly. That's how I see it. I'm coming even harder on your dick. Like what, what is yeah. the or on your fingers or whatever it is, you know, like, why are yeah. we, why does it have to be an issue? Like, yeah. I, yeah. So, okay. You also go into the, I like that you are going into the different types of orgasms that women have and you're noting seven and yeah. you're teaching men how to give, uh, you know, I guess you're also teaching men how to give them to her easily. So can you just kind of like go through some of the, I guess we kind of, I think we kind of know what the most common types of orgasms are, but yeah. maybe let's talk about some of the ones that, you know, are not so commonly known. Yeah. Yeah. I think probably the best one to talk about now that's not that commonly known is the A-spot orgasm. I think that's very sort of, most people are not even aware that it exists. I wasn't um, for the longest time until I started having it. I'm like, whoa, what was that? 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They're very I'm good. Curious if, yeah. I'm curious if you have a lot of toys. Do you have or do you know the Enjoy Stainless Steel Wand? Enjoy Stainless Steel. I'm pretty sure that's what it's called. I know what like it is. Metal. It's got two balls on the end. Mm-hmm. And kind of, it's kind of banana shape. Yeah. No, I know what it is. I don't have it, but I know what it is. Yeah. That toy is the toy when it comes to A-Spot Orgasm. Okay. It also is also very good for squirting as well. It's also very good for what? Squirting. Uh Uh-huh. I'd love to squirt. Yeah. Yeah. That's hot. It's a very good toy for squirting. Oh, my God. I want to say this to guys. Like, if you can make a woman squirt, like, you're going to blow her mind. Like, the first time a guy did that to me, I was just like, holy shit. Like, again, saying to myself, like, how does this man know my body better than I do? That will right. like that will blow a woman's mind. Just, you know, I said, I want to squirt and I've never done it. And he's like, oh yeah, I can do that. And I'm like, what? You can't, oh yeah. <laughs> and I thought, okay, well, let's see. Let's see what you're talking about, mister. Sure as shit. Like just three times that night, there wasn't a dry spot on the bed. <laughs> and I got to, I left. I'm like, I don't know where you're, you, I feel sorry for you because there's nothing left. I left. So you're sleeping on a wet spot. I'm out of here. I, 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 I was classically like the girl, I'm like, I'm putting my pants on while my legs are still shaking, like, and I'm out the door. You know, I'm like, bye, that was great. And it's left with the wet spot. But that is honestly, whew. Yeah. If a, if a guy can master that, oh, you're yeah. going to have, you're going to just, have her eaten out of your hand. She's going to be circling back around no matter what for that. That is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And I know you, you, I know you again in your, you know, Dawn of Desire method and in your book, you have, you're, you're going through all that stuff. So I love that. I love, I love that you're just this great resource for men to figure this stuff out because it really seems like there's just not a lot of that. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like I, I do the sex podcast. I, you know, I, I don't see a lot of information out there for men about how they can be really good lovers. There's not. There's a lot for how women and, uh, can, can, and the, can give and that a good blowjob. There's a lot of bad information. Mm-hmm. I mean, but there's a, but you know, there's a lot of information about how women can be, you know, satisfying her man, give a good blowjob, great head, a good hand job. But there's not, you know, conversely, there's just not as much information out there about how, you know, a man can be a great lover to a woman. So yeah. when I read through your stuff, I was like, oh, I mean, like, I'm not going to lie. Like I was reading it, I'm like, this is turning me on. Like, I'm like, okay. Yes. Cause he's right on. I'm like, Oh yeah. Like I know what he's talking about. Like, this is so good. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I started with, okay. Automatically doesn't like when you tell women, this is what you do. Aren't they just like, just come on. This has got to be a, penny. Yeah, yeah, this has got to be a panty dropper for you. Like they're just like, Oh, well tell me, you know, <laughs> tell me more. <laughs> you have to tell me, like, how does that work? When you tell somebody that, they just mean, must be like, huh? The reaction is like, the, it's very curious. They're, yeah. they're just extremely curious and they have so many questions. They just, the, the most common question is like, how on earth did you end up doing that as a yeah. job? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah but I love it. Certainly. It's very needed. It's very needed. That's why I'm like, oh, I have to have you on the show. Like, yes, you. <laughs> this we need to spread this around. You know, women of the world. Please. I'm doing you a favor. <laughs> Thank me later. <laughs> I'm gonna help you. I'm gonna I'm gonna expose all the men that listen to my podcast to the Dawn of Desire method, and you know, he's he's knocking it out of the park. But I just thought, I mean. I tried to imagine if I was sitting next to a guy and just were chatting and he's like, oh yeah, yeah, this is what I do. And I would be all over that shit. Like, like like that, like, oh yeah, well, I think I need you to prove it. (laughs) Let's just see. Cause I kind of consider myself a sexual connoisseur. So let me, let's give it a go. (laughs) Let's see how that works out. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Okay. So you, at the end of it too, you also talk about how you, 
I love this part. How you make a woman fall totally in love with you after sex. <laughs> what is this about? And what are men overlooking when the act is done? Like yeah. typically, like where are they where are they going wrong here? Yeah, that's a it's very important actually because any man listening to it, they know that post nut feeling where it's just it's crazy. It's like your mind just goes from this intense sexual, just so focused on that moment and the sex and the feelings. And then you come and it's like, where am I? What's going on? What? And, and most men, like they go with these feelings too much in the motion, mo- moment. They'll just, they'll come, they'll roll over, they'll look at their phone, they'll get out of the bed, they'll turn on the TV, all of these sorts of things. And they don't understand that this sort of thing after you've just had a very personal moment with a woman can leave her feeling very cold and used and upset. And it can turn, let's say you're amazing in bed. Let's say you followed the Donald Zimmer, for example, and you've just blown her mind. You can still leave her with a sour taste in her mouth. You can leave her with a, a, a feeling that that wasn't a good experience at all. If you just, just go cold and just roll over and fall fall asleep. You just roll, roll over and fall asleep after the sex is finished. And, you know, and you don't have to do a lot here. All it takes is just laying with her for, for 10 minutes, even just cuddling, talking a little bit, paying attention to her, just knowing that she matters to you. And that 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 was an, an amazing experience that can not doing that can turn 10 out of 10 sex into five out of 10 sex and doing that correctly can turn seven out of 10 sex to 10 out of 10 sex in her mind just by giving her that support after the sex is finished. For sure. Yeah. I mean, because guys can like literally within like half a second, you know, take a breath and be asleep. (laughs) And, you know, you just had all these chemicals are going for you and for him, but the the chemicals that are going for the men are the ones that are putting them to sleep. And then, but for us... We're for me, I'm actually revved up. Like once I once I'm not sleepy at all. I'm actually ready for more. Like I'm ready to keep going and going and going. And I understand that men get tired and they can't, or they don't, you know, or that some will, but I get it, right? And so, but at the same time, it still does, I'm not gonna lie, it still does leave in this impression where you're like, mm-hmm. You know, like you you just he just went down like you. It, it's a strike against him. Like you had a, it was a great exactly. experience, and all of a sudden you're like, okay, it's like in the Olympics. Point deduction, deduct, deduct, deduct. Yeah, you're just like boom, 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 boom. His final score is not going to be as great as he thought it was. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> you're going to be scoring him. He's not going to gold medal. He might get a bronze, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so it's you know you just and it doesn't like, take that much you know it really doesn't no it really doesn't yeah, yeah. and I know you I, I like that you bring that up in your Donner's Desire Method and what you sent me and what I read and I was like that's why I really enjoyed reading that and I feel like again I just you know you're really you have a great roadmap really good blueprint just some solid things that men can do and understand and be aware of that are going to help them be better lovers and make a better impression on their partner or even just casual partners. However it is, you've done a good job. I will say <laughs> I give you, you very much. the, uh, the Layla, the curious girl stamp of approval. That's what I was, I was like, ready. I'm like, okay, where's my vibrator? Is it charged up? I like, I'm like, <laughs> I'm in Florida. It's hot here. You know? <laughs> I'm not in California anymore. I'm like, whoa, somebody bring me a fan. <laughs> this is good stuff. So, um, okay. Well, I just can, I know you, um, you have something for my listeners, maybe a little discount for if they tell everybody where they can find you and then tell them Absolutely. about like the discount code they can use if they want to purchase uh, one of your products. Sure. So you can find me on YouTube at Ask Mr. Black and you can find my website at donofdesire.com. And for the listeners of uh, the Curious Girl Diaries, I have set up a 30% discount for the first 50 people that purchase the Don of Desire method. And you can get that discount by going to www.donofdesire.com 
forward slash curious girl. Yay. All right. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate you. And yes, everybody, you've got to, uh, I'm going to tell you, I vouch, I, I vouch for Charles here because I read this stuff and I'm telling you, it would definitely, it's, it's the stuff that makes the curious girl melt. So I, he's not wrong. He's, <laughs> he's on to something. So if you guys want to be better lovers for your partner or just casually, you know, if you want to up your game, this is definitely a great resource for you. Okay. All right. Thank you guys. All right, guys. Well, I hope you enjoyed that. I know I did. Oh my gosh. You know what you guys didn't see is because we're recording this kind of like over a Zoom type of uh, feature, I can see him, you know, and when he's talking about some of these techniques and using his hands and talking about how he's looking a clit, oh my God. I was just, I, I was drooling. <laughs> So I hope you enjoyed it. And don't forget all the links to where you can find Charles will be in the show notes. So you can link to his website. And also don't forget to go to dawnofdesire.com forward slash curious girl for your discount on his products. And then you can also link through the show notes to uh, all his social medias. All right. Thanks so much. Everybody stay safe, stay healthy. Love you. Don't forget to leave me a voicemail. I miss hearing from you guys. I'm getting settled in. Please just flood my voicemail. Go to thecuriousgirldiaries.com. Click on the right-hand side on the pink tab and leave me a message. You can go up to five minutes long and I will personally get back to you. Okay, take care. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. And if you like what you hear, refer me to a friend. And make sure you're following me on social media. Also, go to the website, thecuriousgirldiaries.com and join my subscribers only list for access to exclusive content. And as usual, questions or comments, you can always email me at curiousgirl at thecuriousgirldiaries.com. taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on that's nice at caskers.com we make this experience easy caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code welcome 10 for ten dollars off your first purchase get ten dollars off your first purchase with code welcome 10 at caskers.com ah mm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com.